0: Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, Episode 84 Stereotype Hedgehogs. Sonic here, and I just want to say I'm tired of this stereotyping that hedgehogs can't swim. I could swim, damn it! April 26th, 2012. Yep, it's another week and another podcast. How's everyone doing this week? Not too bad. Doing uh, pretty good, yeah. A Full well, day I'm, of cooking. Yeah, I am as tired as heck, but you know what? That's okay, we're going to get on with the podcast anyway.
1: He's used to doing his sick all for like two days straight, so...
0: Yeah, I being, mean... Or we, being
1: sick for two months straight, I should say. Yeah,
0: yeah, this is like, what, four, four episodes in a row or five episodes in a row? And in like five weeks, that's just crazy. You might be dying soon. No, I don't know how you guys keep up with the schedule every week? Once a week? Man. Uh, anyway, no no podcast news this week. Um, I was hoping there'd be some, but there's just not. There's just really not. So with that, I have with me this week Frank. What's up? And the cook Patrick. What it do? And I am your host, Jeremy. Let's get right into what we've been playing. And as my co-hosts probably see, my list is empty this week. We have been doing this podcast for... Over two years, and not a single time have I ever not played a video game. Until now. That's not true. There's a couple times you weren't on the podcast, and you, and you had not played a video
1: game, but you I, just weren't here to I, announce it.
0: Well, I mean, you know what that I mean. Sh-
1: sh- that, that counts.
0: You just ruined it, Patrick. You just ruined it, okay, man? No, um, <sighs> yeah. It's, it's, like I said, it's been, it's been a crazy week for me. Two weeks. Last week I only played Kinect uh, Star Wars. This week, I, again, I played nothing. Well, I mean, you know,
2: you have to make up for uh, all the time for when you were sick and you couldn't do anything. Now, you you know, you're well. You have to, you know, vis- revisit all the family and let everyone know you're okay. And See, you, so you know. get it, Frank. You get it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. What's going on? Oh, fail. We failed. Oh, we were just talking about you. But, uh, all right, no, this oh, podcast is cool. a fail. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I really have not played anything. Um Again, it's just been it's been a crazy week, so I'm just going to go ahead and with that pass it over to Frank, who's played enough for both of us, I think.
2: Uh, yeah, I normally have like two or three <laughs> games. This is like the first time in a while I had a, a lot. So, I mean, yeah, I guess I made up for Jeremy. Um, I'll just run through a couple of them real quick. Um, I actually played recently Rebuild 2. It's a game on Congregate. I believe it's on some of the other... Um, flash game like, sorry the flash like game websites I it might even be on armor games and whatnot but mm-hmm. uh, I usually play on congregate um I've been playing on there since they before they were bought on a before they were bought by gamestop um this is a game that is only playable on the browser so I know they add, they recently added the congregate arcade uh but this game is not available on there um and basically it's a turn based um Kind of almost like a Sim City type deal. Uh, Every turn you, oh well, first off, it's um where you're like a survivor after like a zombie attack and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. each turn you you start with a couple of civilians and you pick like to scout a building, to reclaim a building, to kill zombies, all these little different things, and slowly you know you build up a city and. So, you know, there's ways to actually end the game that are, like, unique, or you could just try to take over the whole map. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a small little game. If you if you play through it, maybe on, like, easy, medium, you could probably beat it in, like, a I don't know, 20 minutes, an hour. Oh, okay. Uh, and so it's just a nice little browser game, but it's actually it's pretty fun. If you put on the hard modes in, like, a large city, it actually could get you stuck for several hours. But, um... So yeah, I was playing that, and that's actually a free game, by the way. Um, cool. Other than that, I played DLC Quest, which is actually pretty funny. I think we talked about it for like maybe a second on a previous show months ago.
0: Yeah, I, now that you mentioned it like that, I kind of remember. I was wondering what that was, but now yeah, that I, I kind of yeah. remember you saying about it, or one of us saying talking about it.
1: I bet it's you it was not me.
0: <laughs> it's a uh, basically a game um,
2: on. It's actually, I don't know if it's an arcade game or an indie game. I want to say it's an indie game on Xbox Live. And it's pretty much just a joke on DLC. Um, they have a, kind of some similar games on, uh, um, like, I, I believe on Congregate and whatnot. I think there's one called, like, Upgrade Me or something.
0: Uh-huh.
2: It's pretty similar. And basically, what it is is making fun of DLC. When you start the game. There's no audio. You have to buy the DLC to get audio.
0: But, <laughs> That's funny.
2: But it's all there actually is no like money like type DLC. You get coins in the game and you use the coins to buy, you know, all the, the DLC and whatnot. Uh-huh. And the game itself is actually just a uh, a dollar. It's like 80 Microsoft points. Um and it's just a joke, you know, when you start you can't walk left. You have to buy that on DLC. You can't jump. You have to buy that on DLC. Wow. Uh, There's no audio. (laughs) And it's pretty much just a joke on DLC. They actually have, like, if you play through the whole thing, there's a lot of, like, specific game jokes. Um, I mean, the only one I'll say, just because you see it right off the bat, it's not, like, giving it away, is um, you could get um, uh, armor for your horse for 250 coins. And that's basically (laughs) making fun of the Skyrim DLC. Or no, not Skyrim. Oblivion. Yeah, the Oblivion one. Where uh, you know you could buy horse armor. I think it was like twenty five dollars or something. That was like when DLC was new. Yeah, that was was like one of
0: the first. I think it might have been fifteen, but yeah, it was some ridiculous amount of money. Yeah,
2: it was one of the first like DLCs, and the armor didn't help your horse at all. It was just for show, and it cost a lot of money.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, So they have that one in there too, and there's a lot. Like I said, there's a lot of game specific ones, but um, going through the whole thing, it's probably I want to say somewhere between fifteen and thirty minutes. Um, it doesn't have really too much replay value. It's just like a quick joke, and then once you're done with it, you know you could just go through the whole thing again, or you know just be done with it. But you know it was a, it was a dollar, and you know I got some laughs out of it, and
0: you know it was like a good half an hour. So it was like you know I don't feel like I, you know, overspent. Well, it doesn't sound like no baby maker extreme, but you know <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, I okay, yeah, baby I maker extreme,
2: <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I mean, it's just a quick game. It was, it was pretty fun. And then um, I also played Sid Meier's uh, Pirate's Gold. Uh, I actually had this game on PC, and it even came out originally back in the day on Sega. But um, they redid it on um, the PC, I think, in like 2006 or eight, And then they put it on Xbox um, around the same time. And it's actually available now as like an on-demand game on Xbox. So I just downloaded it. I think it was like $15 or $20. Um, it's kind of an old game, and, you know, it doesn't have the achievements and everything because it's just an Xbox game, not a 360 mm-hmm. game. Yeah. But um, it was one of those old games I liked playing. And I was like, ah, I could go home and search through a bunch of boxes or try to find it or, you know, look for it at the stores or buy it on Amazon and wait, you know. Um, but I, I just saw it. And I was like, oh, I want to play it. So I just got it real quick for 15 bucks, and I played quite quite a bit of that. Um, then also, you know, with the draft and everything, you know, I mean, it's, you know, we're recording on draft day, but this will probably be out after the first couple rounds at least. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm already like, you know, kind of seeing where a lot of those players were projected and stuff. So, um, just kind of adding more on the roster and, uh, playing through a couple of those games. And then I've also recently... Uh, tried out Final Fantasy, thirteen too. Um, it's pretty interesting. Did you buy it or what? Why well, I, I rented it.
0: Okay. Uh, on GameFly. Yeah, my brother got it for his birthday, so I haven't tried it yet, but I plan on it's, it. it. It's kind of
2: interesting. Um, I didn't realize there was that much of a like weaving story in the first one. I mean, it's not like a straightforward, you know, uh, we have to get this guy and that's how we win. Uh, And the good thing is, is when you actually play this game, they have, um, before you even start the game, they have a run-through of all the chapters. Uh huh. So you could actually see, like, it's maybe like a one or two minute video on each chapter where it's just a quick what happened and some videos on it and whatnot. So even though I played the whole you know, through the whole, except for me, like, the last half an hour of Final Fantasy Thirteen, it it actually uh, filled in a lot of blanks for me. I actually forgot a, a lot of it that I didn't recall. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I won't give away the story, but they kind of change, like, well, not change, they, they add a lot of depth to the story, that uh-huh. it actually gets kind of confusing, or it's like, wait, what, they, you know, they just add a whole bunch of random things, in 13.2, and it's just like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> like, so, it's heard- good that they added that intro thing. I if, if I didn't see those, watch all those
0: videos in the beginning, I would have been completely lost from the start. And that's what they said, that's why they did that, is because, you know, they wanted people who had never even played, played the first one to be able to play this one. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm sure you're not that far in yet, but uh, what I heard about this is the people who were really mad about 13... Uh, or actually, uh, actually, after playing this, they're kind of like, "Well, I guess you know everyone makes a bad game. This is a lot better." So, I, I feel it's
2: it's better, but I don't know if it's just because the time that went by, or from playing other RPGs since and whatnot. But it feels like it's better, but maybe quality-wise, it's not. And I don't mean the movies. I mean when you're like actually in the game,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it feels like it's kind of dated.
0: And yeah. Well, I played the demo and I kind of felt the same way. It was almost pixelated for, a yeah, late gen three sixty game.
2: And the thing is, is um, also you know, like I said, with playing more RPGs that are like more modern, like you know that that I played since and whatnot, mm-hmm. it feels like your control and just general like navigating around the world. Even though it's more open now, it still feels like you're stuck. Like you have to walk to. Like, say, if you're trying to jump over something or whatnot, mm-hmm. you'll have this whole wide-open expanse, and you have to walk to this little ledge and then jump. And I mean, I guess you had the same thing in Mass Effect, but it didn't feel like you had to walk to that point as much. It it kind of felt like it was just a natural... Like, just something was there. I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's a small thing, but... I don't know. Just the whole... It it felt like you you knew everything. I, I don't know. It just It felt like you knew... It, it, like even though it was a, kind of a wide open area, it was like not because it was still bordered off and everything, but in an obvious way. But um, I mean, I, I do like it. It is an improvement. It just it feels like it's like too late. If this one came out, maybe when thirteen came out would have been like you know really cool. But yeah, um, just right now it feels like it's a better game and it, it's compelled me to keep playing through it. I'm probably like six or so hours in it. I'm actually pretty far. Oh, okay. Um, maybe six or eight hours. Um, so, you know, obviously it's entertaining enough and I want to see the rest of the story and I want to keep progressing, but um, it almost feels like I'm playing an old game, even though it's not. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, other, uh, other than that, uh, I've been playing Mass Effect 1. Um, I'm actually going through the DLC right now, um, Bring Down the Sky. It's kind of a bummer they lean you on the mako early on in that dlc and i don't know if you recall the mako was that kind of tank that felt like it was inflatable
0: yeah
2: it just kind of wobbled around and if you're shooting your gun it, it only shot forward even though the tank aimed up and down and it um i don't know it it just it's kind of a bummer um Right off the bat, I was getting killed by all these turrets that you have to go and fight with the tank and now I'm stuck at this one part where I have to like run in through this minefield and I don't know. It's just it it, it you know I it, I know even on the parts where you're not on the Mako it feels like it's meant to be like towards the end. Mhm. Um like a higher level like type DLC.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: it's just getting killed constantly when I'm fighting the guys and then when I go in the Mako I just kinda of float around and get shot by all the turns and it's kinda kinda difficult, but not in because of the challenges more because of the controls and whatnot. Um and um with the combat too in Mass Effect one, it feels like all the enemies are like playing as if they're from Mass Effect three. Mhm. Because they could charge, run fast. Like they'll run in and like try to shotgun you, like really quick and stuff. Um, and meanwhile, y- your character isn't really very like dominant as like a combat player. So if they rush you, you actually, you know, it hurts you and you could die and whatnot. Um, but yeah. Uh, besides that, I've been playing the Mass Effect Three
1: multiplayer. Oh,
0: you've been playing some more of it, huh? Yeah. yeah you download the, the new
1: download for it, or the new DLC for it? Yeah, the Resurgence. Now, was yeah. that free, or did, what did that cost?
2: It's free, but it adds, like, uh, you know how when you, what is it, to get new items in the game, you buy these, like, little packs and stuff? Uh-huh, yeah. And you could either earn um, in-game currency for it, you know, playing the game,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or you could just buy them for a... Uh, xbox points and basically what this what the resurgence sorry the resurgence uh pack added was it added a new level for um it it, you know added a new pack you could get for the game so it's there but you still have to earn it or you still have to buy it it's not like so technically there were
0: probably a lot of people out there who did pay for it but people like did you pay for it or did you get it with the point uh in-game currency The Resurgence? Yeah.
2: Oh, no. What the Resurgence does is you basically, you know, you have like the, I think it's like called like a recruit pack, and then you have a veteran pack, and then you have a specter pack, right?
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: And you buy those again and again and again to get new items in your game. Like every time you buy one, you get, I think it's like five or six random cards, right? Yeah. What they did is they added a fourth pack, which is uh, the Resurgence pack.
0: But you can get it over and over again. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought it was a, a like a you know you save like a hundred thousand in-game points and then you can buy it once. I thought yeah. Okay, yeah. So good. they
2: they basically added a new potential for like rare cards and stuff. Oh, okay. So if you buy the Resurgence pack, it costs more coins, but you're going to get you know those new items yeah. and get like rare like you know weapons and stuff like that. Right. But they actually do cost more. So the the bummer thing about it is if you're playing at least like bronze. Uh, you get maybe, say, around 15,000 coins, mm-hmm. and the resurgence pack, I believe, is like uh, 60,000 or 90,000. Oh, wow. And you figure it takes a half an hour, you know, 20 to 30 minutes to do one round. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to spend, like, five, six hours, you know, to get one of those, like, resurgence packs. Um, And then if you do uh, mm-hmm. silver missions and whatnot, maybe it's like an hour or two. Um... So, I don't know, That, that that's the thing, is, is I, I actually I like the Mass Effect multiplayer, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of a bummer to get anything good in the game, you actually have to, you know, win, like, maybe four or five rounds, and, you know, considering each round takes, like, around 20-30 minutes, it's kind of, um, it's kind of a bit, you know, like, like, oh, I want to get the Spectre Pack, like, I guess I'll play for three hours, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you know you get one and it's random it's just like a trading card type mechanic you know uh-huh. so you get it and you might not even get anything that's like useful to you
0: yeah like, that's that's why when when i was play when i was playing um i kind of felt like sometimes it was like well that's kind of useless you know but i mean i guess if you're going to if you're really into it you're going to play it a lot anyway
2: yeah but you know like i said that's the bummer thing is you could play it for like 3 hours by one of the higher level packs and then Get you know like a new pistol and you're like well i don't use pistols <laughs> so um yeah well you I, do I, now <laughs> well yeah so basically i've been playing it for a while and i've been buying the expensive packs and whatnot and i have like a really nice sniper rifle but i don't ever use sniper rifles and i got this assault rifle that like shoots like a cannon but it's really like sloppy it it shoots the accuracy is like really off um, where it's not even really usable. Like, it I couldn't even, like, hit anyone with it.
0: Interesting. Um,
2: so, you know, you figure right there, that's probably, like, maybe, like, 12 hours of play to get all that stuff, and it's not even useful to me. Yeah. And, you know, I'm still with, like, a, you know, a level three sh- uh, assault rifle. <laughs> they go up to a level 10, but, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, overall, I like the gameplay. It's it's kept me hooked. It's just kind of a bummer that the like trading card mechanics keeping me like hours away, or like you know, you know, I I know the weapons I want, but who knows how long I'll, it'll take me to ever even get them, or if I'll even ever get them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's the one bummer thing. But overall, I like the the gameplay. But yeah, that's uh, it's all for me.
1: <laughs> awesome. How about you, Pat? Uh, Well, Gears of War 3, as normal. Uh, Bioshock, finally uh, beat it again. Um, And pretty much got all the achievements except for three. Um, Where I saved, I can go back. So I'm going to try to go back and um, get... Because what I need is... uh, uh, I need to find one more... um, What's it called? Uh, Upgrade for my weapon. As soon as I find that last upgrade machine i'll have um I'll, that'll be an achievement and then i gotta figure out how many diaries i'm missing um for because there's uh, audio diaries throughout the whole game uh-huh. and i thought i had found all of them but apparently not but uh as soon as i get the um what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna find like a list online and then just go and see what area i'm missing which one so i can go directly to that one because luckily the one you when you find them they put them like in, in your inventory, and they'll tell you exactly which ones so you can re-listen to it if you want. So I'll have a list of every one that I've gotten, and I can compare it to a list of every one that I haven't gotten yet, and figure out what area I got to go to. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, so then and the, the only other achievement I'll need after that is uh, beat it on hard without dying, and that will be kind of a bitch. But uh, I think I'm gonna take that challenge and and go with it. Well, I mean, you're that close. You might as well, right? Yep. Yeah, because then I'll be uh, 1,100 points total for that whole um, game, and I'll I'll max out that game. Cool. Uh, played a few minutes of Devil May Cry. Um, I picked that up, and I kind of, like I said, I got straight into my Bioshock again. So I have to, I still got to play some more of that game. Um, but I played a little bit of it, and uh, then I read a couple pages of my Gears of War anvil gate book and that'll be it for me awesome yeah i actually forgot i did uh read a little of my book too you know i, I wish we, you know i should start keeping a tally every podcast that we finish and all magically oh yeah by the way hey you had hey, your hey, cha- hey you had your chance <laughs> do you hear it do you, you hear it? had your chance do you hear it in my voice i up. don't
0: care what you say I,
1: and i don't care what you say so i'll keep talking <laughs>
0: All right. By the way. Back to the
1: podcast. (laughs) Meanwhile, back to the podcast. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. So, I guess we'll just move on to what's coming out this week. Or the week of, I should say. Uh, April 29th and Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) Not a whole lot. Um, Tara...
0: It's a PC. big, it's a big release actually. Terra, um, in the MMO world, it's a uh, well, yeah, but I meant like, not like a whole lot of games. That's oh yeah, 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 definitely not.
1: And then a game that already came out, but is not
0: for the uh, PS Vita, which it is for the PS Vita, Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, you know, I was actually looking at a preview of this game. It looks uh pretty cool. One of the things they added that I thought was pretty cool is the ability to do a fatality by uh, the touchscreen on the Vita. Uh huh. And the way it works is, um, like, let's say normally the fatality is forward, down, forward, punch, right? Mm-hmm. Well, inst- all you have to do is uh, you do, like, a motion forward, down, forward, and it'll do the fa- fatality. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, it's actually um, the way it. It'll make it a lot it, easier. Not only easier, but it also makes you feel better, like you're more interactive with it. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. All right.
1: And then, let's see, release date updates, you have Dragon's
0: Dogma and Ninja Gaiden 3 demos are now available. Yep. Um, You know, I was wondering, actually, uh, because up until now, I'm sure they announced it uh, probably a week or two ago, I didn't know if Dragon's Dogma was going to have a demo, and it's one of those games I wanted to try out. So I'll probably be downloading this this week and hopefully talking about it in the next podcast. All right. All right, and that is it for release date updates and what we've been playing and what's coming out so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back alright we are back from our break having good discussions about you know stuff and stuff yeah um, uh, You know, Patrick did bring to my uh, attention during the break that I did have a little piece of uh, podcast news, and I apologize for this not me at the top of the show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I know. So, long story short, <laughs> uh, there may or may not be a podcast next week, um, which would mean that uh there may or may not be a podcast released on the 6th. Um if there is not then it will you know we'll just skip a week and go to the next one. If there is then you're you know there you go. Uh a couple of reasons uh and none of them are the leading causes it's just kind of like we're all busy. Uh Patrick it's his birthday on Thursday our normal recording day. Um Frank's coming back to town for a couple of days so um he doesn't want to have to see Frank face to face. Yeah, I <laughs> He's trying to avoid
2: me pretty much the the whole entire time, but
0: I'll
2: catch him one of these times.
0: Um, So, you know, I mean, there may or may not be a podcast, we're kind of letting it just happen if it happens, if it doesn't, we're not going (laughs) to. So we'll see. Um, If not, again, Podcast 85 will be the following week. So yeah, let's get into news stories. And I believe, Patrick, you are up first. Oh, am I? Oh, right. Uh, Portal
1: 2, uh, level editor coming free May 8th, uh, in some DLC. Awesome. Yeah, if you're, if you're a fan, Portal fan.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty cool. I'm wondering if they're going to do, like, uh, you know, it is Steam. I mean, it is Valve. I wonder if they're going to do the Steamworks thing where, you know, you create your own level and you can upload it and share it with everybody. I think that'd be cool if you can. I'm sure they will. I don't see why they wouldn't. All right, uh, well, Torchlight 2, now available for pre-order on Steam and a platform that I've never heard of called Perfect World. Um, As far as I know, that was a game. I've never heard of it as a platform, but okay. And uh, the pre-order bonus on Steam is you get a free copy of the original Torchlight and the pre-order bonus on Perfect World is you get access to the Dungeons & Dragons Neverwinter beta that's going to be coming out soon. They never have winners. Oh, Neverwinter. They, huh? I said, yeah, Neverwinter, man. Oh, I thought you said Never. Never mind. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so if, if you're going to pre order it and you're interested in uh, either playing the first Torchlight or, or uh, Neverwinter, um, that's the way to go. Ow, sorry, I was getting some out of my teeth. <laughs> so, Sony confirms there will be a resistance. The trilogy
1: coming around may fifteenth for fifty nine ninety nine and that would be fifty nine ninety nine for all three games resistance one two and three that's pretty cool i mean, did you buy any of them pat i played the first one i had the first one oh, you bought the- I, ne- I bought it and played the first one yeah when I first got my p s three um but I never played the second or third one not that i didn't want to i just well you I was- know, it's more of a blu ray player for me so
2: <laughs> yeah you you had a You had all your movies in there. I was the same way. I beat the the first one.
0: Actually, uh, me and Kevin beat the first one during a uh, while we got drunk one night. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) They got drunk and naked and (laughs) played Resistance together. (laughs) Hey, hey, there was little resistance. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that doesn't help your case. (laughs) Uh, So I think this is pretty cool because you know I I heard that Resistance Three really did not sell well. Um. So, you know, hopefully this will at least maybe, I don't know, increase sales for them. Because uh, i like to see games, more games like that on the PS3. Yeah. I heard they were really good. They all got good ratings, so. Yeah. All right. Frank, what is this about Madden 13?
2: Well, um, as we announced, uh, I believe it was a month or two ago. It's actually been a long run. Uh recently they expanded the Madden 13 cover vote to where it was actually 64 players instead of 32. Yeah. Two players from each team tournament. Warriors
1: had both their kickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: your punter, your kicker and by default one of them <laughs> made it to the next round cuz they were going against each other. Yeah. But I think I think after that um what was it Janikowski? Mm-hmm. I think he uh lost after that. I don't, I don't even recall who to who. Um but recently they actually came to the last two It was up to Cam Newton and Calvin Johnson and just recently uh Calvin Johnson actually won the vote for the Madden 13 cover Tron. Hey, so, yeah so um I think uh Oh never mind I was going to say the first non quarterback but then we had Peyton Hillis and that was kind of weird Um but yeah
1: it's just kind of uh So the question is what Madden Curse will if any, will Megatron get. His
2: uh, house will probably implode and the team will cut him and he'll end up in jail or something in a year.
1: Well,
2: Yeah. Well, sucks for him.
1: (laughs) I mean, you see the manic curse happens to everybody. Yeah.
2: I mean, uh, what do you mean? Uh, Peyton Hill has had a great year last year and he's uh, the star uh, running back of the Browns.
1: Oh, no, actually, he's with Kansas City now.
2: And uh, the Browns just drafted a running back in the third.
1: Yeah, like I said, Peyton Hillis isn't with them. He's with the he's with the uh, Chiefs. No,
2: I know. I, I, was, I was being sarcastic. I know.
0: <laughs>
2: but uh, and then he actually it was actually just uh, I'm getting a little off. But um, uh, Peyton Hillis had even had a rumor that he was going to leave the NFL to join the CIA. Um, he had all these weird uh, stories about him with you know issues with the team. It was. A pretty bad year, and I think he only rushed for three, four hundred yards or something, and he only played for six games or something. So I mean, um, I don't know. The Lions need uh, some winning, so hopefully, uh, (laughs) the curse does uh, not hit him. But um, yeah,
1: so far,
0: so far it's hit everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Well, wasn't there one person when they had the double cover that it didn't affect both of them or something like that? Uh, well,
2: they had Fitzgerald and Palomalo, mm-hmm. uh, but I think uh, Palomalo, uh, I think that year he got an injury um, towards the end yeah. of the
0: season. Oh, okay.
2: And Fitzgerald that year, I think that was the year after they lost Kurt Warner. Or no, no, no. Did they make it to the
1: NFC Championship? Was it that year? <clears throat> no, it was the, It was after he lost Kurt, they lost Kurt Warner, because after they lost that game, uh, that's when he retired. No way! He did retire the next year.
2: Yeah, so they made it. I think they made it to the NFC Championship and they lost to the Saints. Oh but yeah,
1: yeah. When the Saints cheated to win, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, and we won. <laughs> but to um, win. what is it? Um, I don't know. It, it's kind of hit hit or miss. I mean, some of the players avoid it. It's just with football. It's uh, it's kind of a hard league to perform consistently in, um, especially since they. It, it it seems like for the Madden covers they they never really go after um star players except for here and there. I mean as I mean Star Players isn't like, you know, guaranteed Hall of Famers. Um I mean if you think about it Tom Brady, Peyton Manning never made it and they would have been a sure bet, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Like the last ten years.
1: I, I think that what it should be is, is what how they had it this year. Like two top performers vote and then at the end, you know Yeah. Yeah, I, we're, I like, buying, okay. we're buying the game. We should get to say who's on the cover. <laughs> yeah.
2: But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like I was saying, uh, ho- hopefully the curse doesn't hit him. But, um, I mean, go Lions that's their first cover, <laughs> I think, yeah.
1: Uh, you sure? I think, wasn't Barry on it one time?
2: Barry Sanders? Yeah. True, that's true. I think so. Okay, well, second cover.
1: Oh, there you go. Cool. All right. All right, Over. who's up? A- um, that'd be me. Bioshock uh, for PS Vita in the works. Uh, they before, It's kind of got put on the back burner because they want to focus on the main story first, as in, you know, Infinite. Cool. But there will be a Bioshock for PS Vita, which means I got to buy... There's another reason why I have to buy a Vita now, because Uncharted and now <laughs> Cool,
0: cool, but, yeah.
1: But it makes me wonder. I mean, well, I guess... Because Bioshock's is such a big game on both systems, makes you wonder if if they'll like making an arcade download or something for Xbox. That would be pretty cool. Cool, actually.
0: You mean like make the game on the Vita, Vita and then the Vita version on on as like a download? All, yeah, XVLA. <clears throat> that'd be interesting. Uh, I don't think any company like maybe six months after that. That'd actually be cool. I think that they should do that more often. Actually. I don't know if there's well,
1: ever I mean, been. Well, that's what I mean, though. It's not like unless they signed, okay, for a handheld game period. That's just for them. I don't see why they're they're on both systems, so they're not tied down to one system. So I don't see why they would make a game for just one. You know, yeah. Didn't,
2: I mean, didn't it originally start as like an Xbox only
1: game? It's I th- if I remember right, it was an Xbox only, but then it became a PS3 game. So I Actually,
0: mean,
2: I mean, I I, I mean I. Myself, I feel like it's kind of more popular on Xbox. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I wasn't even really aware of all of the games being on PS3.
0: Yeah, I'm looking up right now. I,
2: I, I know recently, though, they did expand where they went to PS3 and PC, but I don't know what the order of that, if it was like on initial launch or like, uh, yeah.
0: it, it was a. It was released on PC the same time as it was on Xbox because it was uh, released as Windows uh, games for Windows. Yeah. But it was the the PlayStation three version was released uh, about a year later. Oh okay. So it was basically an Xbox three hundred and sixty uh, and PC game only for over a year. Yeah. For like a year and a half. So yeah, kind of. It's interesting. Um, that, that's a good idea, though, Patrick. You should patent that idea and uh, sell. it. <laughs> No. Uh, all right. So, uh, Final Fantasy XIV. It's it's been a constant um, story in our podcast since before it came out. You know, I mean, not every week, obviously, but uh, so here we are, almost two years later, about a year and a half later, and version 2.0 is coming out. Um, I haven't talked much about this because, um, frankly, I know that uh, neither Frank nor Patrick care, and there's a lot of people that don't care about this anymore. Um, but I don't. Well one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up is is um for people like me who uh, played the game and didn't hate it and always wanted to know like you know they they talk, big talk about 2.0 coming out um I'm not going to get into, into details of what's changing but I will say that if if you're interested in playing they're having a welcome back campaign um lasting from May 9th to May 20th and basically anybody who had an existing account and uh, no longer plays can come back and play for free between those times, uh, and this is to attract pla- again players like me who uh, want to try the game again with all the new new upgrades. I know that they have a, they totally redid the job system. I know now instead of like having weird names like Thermo whatever it's called, they have like a Paladin and Mage now. So, um, you know, in all honesty, they should just said fuck it and
1: and. Did all this shit for Final Fantasy sixteen or whatever? You know what I mean, like fifteen, yeah, or fifteen, fourteen, whatever the fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> fourteen is fucking retarded and is stupid. And I don't know why anybody would go back there and pay, even if it was for a lower rate. You know what I mean? Yeah. At this point, at this point, the game's been out for like two years,
0: a year and a half. Right. But it, it's, it's sure? still, huh? Yeah, it was uh like December or Nov uh November or December of uh. Two years ago, two thousand eleven. Oh, so two years. Two thousand ten. So a year and a half. But the thing is, it's still probably the best looking role playing game out there. Um, and you know what? They're putting all this money into it. I, I at, if if it's really good, I give them power for trying. I give them uh, props. I mean, for uh, trying to keep it going. Um, the thing about it is, uh, and then. The other the other perk that they're doing is existing subscribers, and basically they're they're categorizing this as subscribers who have paid for ninety days of game time um, between uh, the time they started charging and um, November 9th will get locked in at a nine ninety nine monthly rate for as long as they keep their subscription um, instead of the fourteen ninety nine rate. It came out in September. Yeah, so September, so year, are still a okay. year and a half. Um, uh, not really a year and a half; it's over a year and a half. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, so this is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I do want to try it out during that during that time play or time time frame. Cool. Uh,
2: go ahead. Well, one thing with these games too is um, the development time is even though it's been a year and a half, um, the development time for the game was probably a good four to six years and whatnot. Um, they're probably just trying to make up for you know the millions of dollars they <laughs> spent oh, yeah. developing the game. You oh, know yeah. where, you know if they look at like it as a logical, you know, could we put another million in this game and make it profitable, or we could just take the you know hundreds of millions, you yeah. know, as a loss and whatnot. Yeah. Um, like MMOs are a really big endeavor for uh, developers. Um, a lot of people jumped on the wagon to try to compete with WoW when it started getting popular, but. You know, when you're looking at like a you know fifty million, you know just to start. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a then, lot of a lot of those companies that you know try to get in the MMO market, if their first game failed, that's too big of a
0: loss to keep going after that. You know. And I think that's another reason their first game didn't fail. Final Fantasy XI was a big hit and still is. Uh, uh, if it's not the biggest game in Japan, it's uh, one of the top games in Japan still to this day, and that came out uh, right like six months before World of Warcraft. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm i excited. I stopped uh, looking up updates when um, I, I don't remember exactly what um, update number it was, but it was like, we've completely changed the battle system. And it's like, okay, so, and then I tried to read about it, and it's like, no, you just have to play it to know what they're talking about. So that's why I'm kind of I'm happy that uh, for the 2.0, they're going to have a free-to-play, um, what, two weeks or whatever? Because I'm definitely going to try that out. All right, now that... Uh, know that story
1: Patrick well Star Trek online developers found ten thousand dollars ten thousand 10, hacks <laughs> in <laughs> 2010 no credit card numbers were taken that they know of
0: that they know of so anything more than that or just nope that's
1: pretty much you know alright they, they, they you know we're looking into it and yep so uh, I guess I'm next again yep. Um, Resident Evil creator reveals a new survival horror game in the works called, codename Zwei, yeah. I guess? Zwei, yeah. Z-W-E-I. You know, it's you funny. Know. I was- Go ahead. I know, there wasn't um, much about the game or anything like that. Um, no, there was one sc- screenshot, but it didn't show anything. And um it said it definitely ain't coming out this year,
0: so... Um, I was gonna tell you. Uh, uh where is it? Uh, I, when I was looking through my through the stories, I was like, I saw this one, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna skip over that because I know Patrick's gonna put it in here. What? Uh, so um, no surprise, Nintendo's taken a huge loss this fiscal year. They actually lo- uh, took a loss of uh 461.2 million dollars, and they say this is due to the price drop of uh, the 3DS and the Wii. Um, they say that basically they're taking a hit on every uh, 3DS unit. Um, they say that by this time next year, though, they will start making money on the 3DS. And um, of course, dropping the Wii's price to 150 bucks, um, you know, of course, cut their profit because, well, they weren't really selling anymore. So I don't know if if you can really think of it that way, you know, because their numbers were dwindling anyway. So I'm sure more people bought it at the 150 dollar price instead of the whatever it was, 175 or 200 dollar price. But uh, yeah, I guess they're still confident that there's no problem, and that you know by this time next year they'll they'll it won't be the same results. So we'll have to see about that. Yes, we will. Well, <clears throat> excuse
1: me. A uh, woman sues Facebook over free to play games. Why? Because they're not really free to play. <laughs> well, it says that uh, California woman is, you know, is suing them uh, because it says Facebook let ch- uh, her children um get like uh um uh, millions of dollars in uh unauthorized charges to to, her, uh, to like her card or some shit
2: you know this happened before actually
0: in europe Oh, yeah but i mean by unauthorized charges what did the kid go get the credit the card the kid went i well, that's what i'm saying
1: it says uh It says Facebook lets children as young as 13 create accounts, though the terms state that those under 18 must get parental permission before buying Facebook credits. The suit alleges that goes against multiple customer protection laws in California, as well as federal status. So in other words, she's just in other words. You know, she let her kids go on there and wasn't probably monitoring them, and they went and bought hella shit, and now she wants her money back because she's you know a horrible parent who doesn't pay attention to her kids and what they're doing online.
0: Yeah,
2: and meanwhile, this company is out <laughs> all these um, pictures and media <laughs> that they <laughs> let to the kid for all this this money, and they're you know they're hurting pretty bad.
0: Yeah, of course, because <laughs> they can't
2: get they can't get those uh, pictures that everyone has back
0: <laughs> for their
2: for, for their game.
0: I know. Um. It says, um,
1: let's see, uh, the suit is seeking class action status and was filed on behalf of all the parents and legal guardians in the U.S. whose children made unauthorized purchases on Facebook and further uh, allegations that those damages add up to more than $5 million and the woman is suing for, suing put her personal losses at several hundred dollars.
0: Wow, several hundred dollars and she's going through all this? Well... Well, you know, um, maybe you shouldn't give your kids a credit card and say, here, go online. Well, they even well, even if they took the credit card out of her purse,
1: it's still her responsibility. Still that, exactly. That's not Facebook's fault that, you know, or her kid, if, say, that was the, say, I'm just saying for, you know, let's say that's what it was. Her kids went to their, their, her purse and stole her card and did it. Yep. Well, that's not their fault. And I honestly hope she don't win. I hope they get She gets a big middle finger. <laughs>
2: You hope they send her to jail.
1: <laughs> Why not? I'm just saying, people feel like <laughs> stupid as shit. You well, don't watch your kid online. Like I said, granted, let's see, we don't know the case. Say she did give him the credit card and said, okay, a little, use a little bit. Well, that's your fault for not monitoring that shit. Or if the kid went and just took the card and did it him themselves without asking, once again, that's your fault for raising kids that steal from your ass. Baby, so Go ahead, Frank. You know, if anything, Facebook should sue her ass for wasting their time.
2: But uh, actually, it, I think in, uh, they had one case where uh, a lady, the one I'm recalling, it was like a year or two ago, um, in Europe, uh, this one lady had her kid uh, take her card and he charged like 30 some 1000 dollars on Farmville. Oh, God. And she sued um, Farmville, not um, Facebook. And um, I believe... She lost, but the company was trying to work with her, so they lowered her fees to something like ten thousand or something like <laughs> eight thousand and they just had her owe the eight thousand as opposed to like the thirty or so thousand that the kid actually charged up but what I was thinking is, how long does it take to to do thirty thousand dollars in charges on farmville can i mean can you just i haven't played it, but can you just put it like a raw like mm-hmm. oh, i want to buy like a Thirty-two thousand dollars worth of uh, well,
0: I've coins. never, yeah, I've never played Farmville, but I know on uh, Castleville, which I'm, I'm assuming is similar. Yeah, I think the most you can spend in one transaction is a hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, so I'm just thinking like that's you know, well, it, yeah, like if if I wanted to spend like thirty some thousand on it right now, I think I'd have to really like focus. You know, I'm gonna have to get a red bull, take the day off work tomorrow, and <laughs> <laughs> you know just. $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, you know. And what kind of kid does that?
0: I mean, really. Yeah, I mean,
2: that's just when you... You know, I actually... You, you, you got you to pay the $10,000 and then save up another $1,000 and, you know, send your kid to that special school where they <laughs> teach them and, and, you know, <laughs> how to make sense go, of things.
0: Before we go on the news, I'm going to go off on a little rant here. I know we're not a uh, current affairs uh, type of podcast, but... I right now in the Bay Area there's a there's a court case going on and uh so basically this kid, he's in uh he was in AP honors English. He got caught cheating, right? And at the beginning of the year to get into the class you have to uh sign a uh academic uh what are they called, you know, saying you won't cheat, you won't copy Yeah uh thing. Won't and if you yeah, if if you do, then it's a zero zero uh tolerance. You're out of the class. So he got caught cheating um on homework. He got kicked out of the class, and now his father, who is was who a, a lawyer, is suing the school for kicking him out of the class, saying that yes, his son cheated, but they're wrong for kicking him out of the class. Cool. And uh, I don't
2: know. That's kind
0: yeah, of dumb. I know. I know. Well, the, his father's defense is. Well, the the laws it, it doesn't make sense because on page one it says there's zero tolerance, but on page two it says this is the um, rules for the whole school. On page two it says that they get one chance, but then he right after that he said, and uh, on the uh, academic uh, agreement that he did, it says it's zero tolerance, and he signed that at the beginning of the year. Doesn't that right there nullify everything else? What he signs at the beginning of the year, you know? Well, the thing
2: is, is I don't know. I, that kind of teaches a kid a bad lesson. It's like, hey, if you cheat, you got to work your way, way around it somehow.
0: I know and, <laughs> you know, and that's
2: like, hey, kid, you you hella cheated, but uh, we could we could work the system and get get you back in class. So who cares if you cheated?
0: Yeah, and that's what it says. The superintendent came out and said, no, we're not backing down on this because if we back out down on this, all this is going to do is encourage kids to cheat. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I just sorry. Once
1: again, sorry, you're a bad parent. Don't know how to raise your kid right. And uh, you know you were stupid enough to sign something that
0: says, "Oh, you if you do this, that's your ass." Yeah, well, we all cheat in high school. I didn't cheat. I guess in high school. now he has to go to the
2: normal normal class, which is going to be rough. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, come on,
2: yeah, he can't go to AP honors. He has to go to the normal <laughs> one now. Yeah, you yeah, so might cool. as well just quit school and you know, just that's it. He okay. I mean, Messed up. Yep,
0: <laughs> might as well drop out and uh, yeah, never worry about a career. Just just get a get a job in like McDonald's Have a, or something.
2: Yeah, no, 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 no His no, no that's his stupid. Job is gonna be tripping on uh, wet floors, and his dad's gonna see, see the place every single time.
1: <laughs> Come on, let's not be stupid, okay? He can still go to school. He has to learn from the janitor.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: but no, but but want to see like, okay, if if for example, like they you know they went to buy something on their card. Oh. And it charged them a shitload of times. Then I yeah. can understand why they, you know, and they're not like, "Well, we're not going to like bullshit. You're not
0: going to back my money." Yeah, but
1: you know, not watching your kids or your kids stealing your card, whatever the case exactly might be, that's your own ass.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how the, um, I don't know how the uh, underage Facebooks work. Maybe it's like, oh, in order to make this transaction, you have to put in um, your parents' username and password. And if that's the case, then again. If the kid knows your username and password, that's your own fault. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think
2: in um um when uh Farmville was sued what they what they did it what they the way they, they termed it was that um a, a service and the service already occurred and uh you know if you like if the kid used a car card for like say like a car wash or like a maid or something after it happens, like how do you refund it really, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's not like it where they bought a book and then you could just give the book back or something. I mean, they said technically it is like a kind of like a DLC type deal where you get points and use them,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: it's like a service for the game to save you time. So once you've already used it, it's kind of like you've got your gain out of it. You know what are yeah. you going to return? Exactly. Um, but um,
0: I mean, the thing yeah. is, is, the
2: thing is, is I mean, um, you know, so it's their right to keep the money, but man, that would suck. That would just be like.
0: Well, you know, you can't unplant those crops.
2: I mean, even if, even if, I don't, I don't know, I mean, uh, man, that would just, you know, if all the, the goofy things to, to spin on a, you know, credit card. It's like, hey, yeah. if, the kid, if the kid bought a hell of stuff, it's like, hey, well, we, we got all the stuff he has, you know, whatever, you know. It's like he has it's a like, large
0: farm with lots of cows.
2: Yeah, he has a large farm. With a, like I, I hope I hope if they don't win the case that the parents at least get control of the farms, so they can destroy for <laughs> all their $30,000 or millions of dollars away. So they could well, know, <laughs> <They can laughs> back to everyone. Look, at. I, I spent $2,000 on my farm. And everyone's like, I don't really care. I don't really care about that farm. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: would suck, yeah. Drop it!
0: Okay, I'm sorry, yeah, you, Patrick. Uh.
1: We'll, we'll move on now. <laughs> No, not you. This stupid-ass <laughs> fucking wife leaves her fucking food on the the uh, bed and doesn't say nothing to me, and I put the dog up here, and she starts eating and it. now it's all over the goddamn bed.
0: Okay. Goddamn
1: yeah, it. It.
2: yeah, you should have completely yelled
0: it to everyone about that. Yeah. Alright. There goes Anyways, anger don't uh, give Oh, shit. Anyways. Anyways.
1: Um, you know, all those games are free to play, so you don't have to put in credit cards. So, you yeah. know...
0: They entered their credit card, and their kids spent their money, so that's not one's fault but her own. I agree. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on. We've spent more than enough time on that subject. All right, so I know you both are really excited about this next thing. I know you're just like, you guys are going to go crazy when I say it. New Call of Duty game announced May 1st on NBA playoffs on TNT.
1: During the NFL pl- NBA playoffs?
0: Yes. Oh, uh, Cool. Not really. Whatever. This, this <laughs> the one is supposed to be Black Ops Two, right? No, they they have they, it's unconfirmed what it's going to be.
2: Well, they're pretty much on a yearly schedule, so. It's yeah,
1: but, I'm not
0: going to say where I, the source that I got this uh, article from. Um, but I thought it was extremely funny. This guy, I don't, I really don't know. Even reading it twice, if he was being sarcastic or or real, because he was like. I, everyone's so excited over this, and I know everybody is going to be watching the N- NBA playoffs, so we're all going to see this trailer. Uh, it's it's going to be so cool. We're, another uh, Call of Duty game, we're all so excited. And reading it twice, I still could not tell if he, was, if he was being sarcastic or not. For one, NBA playoffs is the least watched of the sports. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's watched less than NASCAR now. Than Daytona week. Anyway, anyway, that's beside the point. But yeah, I don't know, I just thought it was funny. But yeah, new Call of Duty Game Comings for those who care. And yeah, Patrick, you have two stories to end it off
1: tonight. Yep. I'm just doing okay, here we go. Uh rumor has it that Nintendo's getting new Metroid game and Android support. Um any idea what that means? Well, that they're probably gonna get a new Metroid game and I'm assuming something with the Wii U is going to have Android. I, I didn't they didn't really say it, just because it's a rumor. They were just uh, they didn't really give much information on it. That was just that was what the rumor was.
0: Yeah, I mean that's kind of interesting. I wonder. Uh, I I'm trying to figure out what they could do with Android. I mean, there's a lot they could do. Obviously, well, maybe with their with the um with the apps and stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, they could even go so far as use your smartphone as, a, as an Android controller or a, a small screen or, you know. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be inter- That'll be interesting to see. And then uh, finally,
1: PS Vita adds Skype. Um, it will work with the Wi-Fi in the 3G and will work in uh, the ba- in the background mode, meaning you can still play while you're on Skype. Um, but you you will have to pause the game to answer it, but you can just hit resume and while you're on it and just keep playing your game.
0: Yeah, I heard it works pretty good, and I, I heard that uh, I, I don't think it's coming out right away, but uh, I, the first update is going to add video uh, support to it too. So that's pretty interesting. Um, having Skype on the go. Yep. I mean, you know, it's on most uh, cell phones, but still, it's kind of cool. Kind of cool, kind of cool, all right, so with news done, that's it for this week uh we got We' still got a few things to talk about, but first we're going to go into the week four versus results.
2: yeah, so um, this one actually started out um kind of where it was going back and forth uh it wasn't probably until I'd say like the last like three four hours um where there was actually a leader that kind of pulled away and actually by a rather significant amount um. Again just as a reminder it was uh between Jin Kazama from Tekken and Marcus Venus Phoenix from uh the Gears of War series and Marcus Venus sorry <laughs> Marcus Phoenix won with a uh, 70%. So he pretty much uh got a good lead there. I think actually that is now the new highest uh win ratio. That's right. I I believe last week was uh, 64% with Jill Valentine, and that was the highest then, and now 70% with Marcus Phoenix. So I'm pretty sure uh, you're uh, disappointed about this one, Patrick.
1: Not at all.
0: (laughs) I
2: agree agree with this one
0: 100%. Yeah, I – go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, we've been kind of talking – I want to know what you guys – how you voted. I mean, we know how Patrick voted. Uh, I'm wondering how you voted, Frank. Uh, I
2: actually I, I can't recall. I voted like right after uh-huh. we uh, recorded, and I I actually I, I can't recall, but I re, I remember it being kind of tied. I I want to say I probably went with Jin. Um, I was just thinking because when he goes into the, the you know the devil mode, that uh, he would put up a fight. Um, uh huh. It's uh, like I said, it was one of those ones where I felt it could have went either way if they went at it again and again
0: yeah um, I voted for Marcus Phoenix, and it I literally voted right before you took the results. Um, I still say we should all revolt the same day
1: because the way it doesn't tilt it either way
0: well I, I didn't look at the results until after I voted, but yeah, um, the reason I voted him and like i said i've been've been, I've been Kind of thinking about it all week, on and off. Every time I went to our website, Uh in the end, I just thought about yeah, Jin can turn devil Jin, and he gets pretty powerful. But look at some of the things that uh, uh, Phoenix Marcus. takes down. Yeah, well, yeah. And well, it, and granted, they're in there. They were in a party together and all that stuff. But I mean, I don't well, know.
2: The one thing is, um, again, it, you know, it's been a week. I don't recall exactly. Um, but the the reason why I was kind of thinking with Jin is because Marcus Phoenix has all these weapons, but, you know, in a good map, it's not like he instantaneously has, like, a rocket launcher and a machine gun and, you know, the, the what is it, the Don? Hammer Don. Hammer Don. Like, he could get him, and when you're playing in a match, you could get him, but you don't instantaneously have everything. So I figured he'd start with a machine gun or something. Maybe he has one of the special weapons, but... It wouldn't be like instantaneously, he has the hammer on like clicking, like as soon as you know the fight starts, and why not? Um, and that's why I thought, like, uh, you know, given some distance, you know, Marcus Phoenix could just shoot him, but uh, I think that he's quick. I, I thought Jin was quick enough to where he could, um, bring it to hand to hand really quick, and then yeah. you know, of course, he would have somewhat of an advantage in that situation if he went to, especially if he went to the you know, the double mode.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there you go. And uh, most of the public voted, obviously, for uh, Marcus too. So there. Well, well, I could even I could see him getting in real close, and then, um, you know, him going to grab him
1: in that devil mode, and 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 uh, Marcus just uh, dodge him and, and and stick him with a, a, a frag tag him with a grenade, and pff, it's over. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I don't even know if a devil would <laughs> die from that, though.
1: Oh yeah, these grenades. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, uh, anyway,
0: so there you go. That's it, and um, now, let's talk about week five.
2: So, week five. uh, First off, we have Solid Snake. He debuted in uh, 1987 in Metal Gear. A little info on him, he was artificially conceived. He was actually um, created from the genes of one of the other uh, characters in the Metal Gear series, uh, Big Boss. Um, (laughs) And basically, from Big Boss, they created uh, Solid Snake and Liquid Snake. And Liquid Snake actually had all the, what they call in the game, the soldier genes. Um, you know, it wasn't found out till later. But um, if I'm giving away the story for anyone playing Metal Gear Solid, now I'm sorry. I <laughs> kind of figure that, you know, by by now it's okay to go over the story.
0: Yeah, even, <laughs> even 4 is now pretty old, so.
2: Yeah. So, um basically with him he's a you know, genetically engineered um soldier based off Big Boss. He's not the stronger of the snakes, but he you know, he proved through the series that he has the will to, you know, overcome, you know, technically superior enemies. Uh overall he has, you know, all the arms and weaponry of a soldier and he's actually rather quite stealthy. Um, one issue with him is uh well I guess not an issue, it's just uh a one thing he has to deal with uh, is that they actually created a virus called um i can't i think it was called a kill snake or snake die uh virus and um basically what happens is because he's a genetically engineered soldier they don't want it to you know the, when he was created they didn't want him to be too much of a risk to um uh themselves so he was given this virus that actually causes him to age rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, he could pick which, you know, which part of it. Uh, you know, there's several games where he's young and old, but when he's actually in uh, the last Metal Gear, he's actually only 42 years old, but he actually kind of looks as if he's like 50 or 60 or even older.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and then again, that's because he's, uh, with uh, the way he was made, it's where he's going to Age quicker and you know have kind of a loss you know uh of his fighting ability quicker than the normal um he also could um hide in a box
0: yeah i mean that's that's like the most special uh thing he can do <laughs> so um you know uh just
2: uh out of nowhere in a battle, he goes into the box and boom he's gone <laughs> and you um, can,
0: no one can ever find him again yeah if he, if he just, he could just stay in there
2: yeah he could just you know he puts a couple of rations in there, he could survive months
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, overall, he's a soldier um that's kind of what he's been known for the throughout the whole series is just his uh will to keep fighting and whatnot, his like dedication to you know the fight um, and then, uh we have him going against Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. And Sonic actually debuted in uh, April 26th of 1991. He actually was in a game called Rad Mo- Mobile, and he wasn't a playable character. He wasn't like even a character really. He was actually um, an air freshener in the cars of that game.
0: Okay, yeah,
2: it was a racing game, and I I think uh, you know Sega and stuff. They knew that you know Sonic was going to be coming out because he actually. Uh, debuted in his own game, June twentieth of
0: nineteen ninety one.
2: So it was a couple months after you know Rad Mobile came out. Um, so yeah, he went from being a uh, air freshener uh, in the rearview mirror of a car to a few months later to being his own uh, leading character in his own game.
0: Well, I just googled it. There he is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> but um,
1: what well, did you Google the? If you put Sonic air I just, Rad Mobile.
0: <laughs> No, well rad mobile uh sonic is what i got uh, yeah
2: so yeah he debuted in uh officially as a playable character in ni- in june of 20 of 1991 um a little bit about him he um he could pretty much he could run fast he could jump high he could roll really fast <laughs> uh, later on they added where he could um dash like do his like roll charge midair like as almost like a homing missile type deal.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Homing, homing, charge, yeah. whatever. And um,
2: he if he gets you know depending on the game if he gets enough coins or if he gets enough gems he could transform into supersonic, which basically makes him faster and, inv- and invulnerable, and he could fly. You could think of it as like the Mario Star deal.
0: And basically, uh, to give another example, um, they got they got the basis of this off of uh, Dragon Ball. <laughs> You you know it actually it looks like it because when he transforms he
2: becomes uh, yellow and he has like the yellow glow around him and yeah it looks exactly like going Super Saiyan that's what I was actually thinking. Um, well,
1: it was funny because I found this one uh, death battle thing and um, it was Sonic versus Vegeta. Yeah. Or no, Shadow, Shadow versus Vegeta. And um, you know, Vegeta goes Super Saiyan and he goes Shadow goes, You don't know who you're messing with and uses the Chaos Emeralds to go supersonic or Super yeah. Shadow. <laughs> and the first thing they had Vegeta say was, Wow, what a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh
2: But yeah, so he could do that, but the reason why it is kinda like I compare it with the Mario Star is because it, it is limited. Yeah. Um there's a way where he could get it by coins, and if he gets it with that, he will lose coins over time. And when he's out of coins, it, you know, wears off and you die. Um, and then there's other, you know, instances where he could get it, and it, it just seems kind of limited. It, it Of course, it changes game to game,
0: mm-hmm. but it
2: never seems like a quite a sure deal. Um, other Another thing about him is he, he can't swim. He You know, you dump him in a lake, and that's it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm uh, trying to think if, if in in any of the other games he can swim and I'm thinking I don't even think in no. adventure or anything he could swim.
1: All well All he can do is um he, he well he can run but not that fast. And he has to find um those little bubbles at the bottom to get yeah. the bubble and
0: <laughs> Oh, okay. And yeah. then all he can breathe again. <laughs> wow, that sounded really good there, Pat. I <laughs> that
2: actually was like a good it. job. <laughs> but uh he can run on water, so um he has somewhat of an ability, like he could a- attack water, but if he you know you dump him in the ocean it's <laughs> it falls into it, not running it, it is an issue yeah. um it actually it's kind of funny the reason why uh that was actually set in his design was um one of the creators he thought that all hedgehogs when they he th- he thought hedgehogs couldn't swim um so that's why he made Sonic not able to swim, but actually some hedgehogs actually can swim, so it's funny. <laughs> He's uh, kind of given a negative by assumption right there. Yep. Um, Damn stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, stereotyping hedgehogs. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he's been in several games and uh, I guess going back to Snake, I, I kind of skipped it. Snake uh, has actually been in several games as well. Um, starting with the first couple of games in the Metal Gear series and then when it went to Metal Gear Solid and went to PlayStation PlayStation 2. Um Overall, they both have a lot of games, but Sonic actually has, like, a pretty crazy amount of games. So, he,
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
2: He was originally, like, uh, the flagship character for Sega, and actually that's why he was given the blue color. It was actually supposed to be the exact same color as the Sega logo. Oh, okay,
0: um, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, so he was actually their um, franchise character for a while, but then
0: uh, Sega kind of, you know... <laughs> yeah, Sonic was <did> <laughs> Sonic was the mascot until, I mean, all the way through Dreamcast, but yeah... That was um, the last system they had, too. That's what I mean, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, um, the system's disappeared, but, um, I mean, the the whole company's disappeared. Well, not entirely, but, um, Sonic's is actually still around.
0: Yeah,
1: Team uh, Sonic is still around, yeah. What's it called? Uh, I mean, these guys have both, uh, been in fighting games, too. They were both in Super Smash Brothers. I was just about to say
0: that. Yeah.
2: And another thing, too, is with Sonic, he's actually making kind of a comeback in that, um, the Xbox uh, DLC. Uh,
0: you mean yeah, an uh, right arcade now. game? Yeah, sorry. that. Yeah, Sonic 4? Yeah. Uh, and actually, Sonic Generations was a big hit, too. Yeah. And then uh, Sonic, I think it was Sonic Colors on DS was a big hit. His last three games out of his last five have actually been really good. So, yeah. Um,
2: just one last thing on Sonic. Um, I mean, I guess if you want to count this one, you can. I didn't... Really counted. It wasn't very popular. Uh, there is actually one game where you could turn into kind of a wolf character, werewolf. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you think it'll give him the edge, and you're a Sonic fan, you know, Wolf Sonic will, you know, or whatever his name is, will annihilate Snake. But um,
0: I actually, want,
2: go ahead. It didn't get a really positive response. Um, no, it didn't. I didn't really count that one.
0: Isn't that the same game where um, Shadow could use guns? I I believe so. know yeah.
2: they. They kind of, after Dreamcast went off and they you know, were looking to freshen up the the series, they kind of threw some off ideas out there,
0: and that was kind of one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I know who I'm voting for, but I'm not saying until next week. <laughs> but yeah, um, anyway,
2: um, the voting, uh, again, like I said, uh, it'll be up every Thursday, and it'll be up through... Next Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific time. So, yeah, the and, be between Solid Snake and Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Yeah, and um, if if you uh, uh, he, he didn't say it, just uh, go to our uh, I'm sorry, our our homepage, and it's always on the right side, right under our other information. Yeah. And while you're there, vote in our other poll, which we've gotten some good um, answers to of what what kind of reviews you'd like to see on our website. Yeah. <laughs> All right, before we end it off, we have uh, two more things. One, I found an interesting um, article on 1up.com with uh, the worst gaming glitches of all time. Now, um, I'm not going to go over in detail some of these. Um, I'm going to have a link to it on our website. This is also our media section for the day. So the first one is pretty much brand new, and it is the uh, Mass Effect 3 face import bug. Um, and basically, for those of you who don't know, if you had a character from Mass Effect 1 and played it into Mass Effect 2 and then tried to import it into Mass Effect 3, uh, your character didn't look like it was supposed to. Now, um, they have a fix for it, or, or are about to have a fix for it, but uh, at, at time of launch, um, it would turn your character usually into something really ugly. Um, the example they're showing right here is, um, goes from a, a uh, stern-looking woman with uh, short gray hair to a uh, psycho-looking woman with black hair. So, kind of gives you an idea how <laughs> bad it was. Um, next on the list is apparently in the w- when uh, uh, Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion released. Um, it released with a pretty cool uh, uh, method you could actually become a vampire in the game. Um, that had perks and disadvantages. Um, some of the perks were that you were super strength and all that stuff, but the disadvantage was you couldn't go out during the day. And in, unless you ate, unless you, you know, drank blood, um, people would know you were a vampire and be scared of you, and you couldn't, like, do any kind of shopping or anything. Uh, well, apparently, for a long time in Oblivion, um, the method to turn back to human was broken. So you were basically um, stuck as a vampire for a long time. Um, and it, from what I'm reading, I think you looked human, but everyone treated you like you were a, a, a decaying vampire. Yeah. Next Bullshit. is, a uh, Beautiful Joe 2 demo. Um, and basically when the demo came out, there was a side effect that erased any data currently on the inserted memory card. Aww. That's a pretty bad one. And it yep. was a demo too. It wasn't even like, you know. <laughs> so like, hey... Play this demo. The only consequence, yeah, you're going to reformat your data. Uh, Fallout New Vegas had the mysterious floating guts. I don't know if you know about this one, Frank. Uh, oh, there bro. was uh, quite a few bugs in that game. <laughs> yeah, It says, gore is common in Fallout as uh, bo- body parts fly fast and loose when you use powerful weapons on hapless bandits. We even had a laugh at a head-twisting glitch from New Vegas in this article's Sister Edition. But a moment of bizarre hilarity is much better than walking along the sweltering wastes and occasionally finding a set of entrails suspended in midair. Uh, so basically it was poop that would just be randomly in the world, like floating there. <laughs> uh, I know, I remember in um, uh,
1: Revelations, uh, Assassin's Creed, they I found a guy with a stool in his chest and the legs were coming
0: out of his back. Uh, Um, let's see. So, I guess the orange box, when it came out on PlayStation 3, Team Fortress 2 was basically unplayable, um, due to frame rate issues. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3, or I'm sorry, 2. (laughs) Uh, hanging in the hangout, long term. And basically, it's a game-breaking bug, um, where... In sequence eleven, when they choose the wrong time to quit the game, if players quit right after finishing the sequence, they would be stuck in the hideout. No crew members, no Templars to beat up, and no way to re-enter the Animus. So, Damn. Basically, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, fucked. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare two. Um, the when you when, let's see when you use the javelin, it allowed players to sacrifice one life for plenty. Of enemy deaths. Um, but I guess it... Uh, yeah, so yeah. It, basically, the jab when you use the javelin, it killed you, but it killed everyone around you. And that's not how it was designed. That's a pretty cool one, actually. And getting towards the end of the list here. We have... Soul Calibur 3s. Uh, corrupted your data. <laughs> uh, let's see. Basically, uh... Actions like moving, deleting, or copying data on a memory card with a Soul Calibur 3 save would corrupt uh, various files. So in other words, if you had a Soul Calibur 3 data on your memory card and you tried to move, say, your uh, fa- Final Fantasy data, it would corrupt your Final Fantasy data. That's kind of interesting. Swear. Sure. Yeah. And, of course, everyone knows about the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim um, uh, frame rate issues that have happened. Um, specifically on the PlayStation Three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and as in the the final one is I've talked about it on the show before the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword glitch that um if you talk to the wrong person in the wrong order you can no longer uh, continue the game. So yeah, those are the worst uh, glitches in video game history, basically. Oh, there's got to be worse ones than that. I know. I'm kind of surprised. Some of those I was kind of like really. All right, and before we end the podcast tonight, we had just today, a few hours ago, we ha- we got a uh, message via Facebook from um, a guy named Steven, and I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Um, it's pretty entertaining, uh, and I want to say thank you so much for writing it to us, Steven, and uh, this is by far the best uh, message we've gotten from fans, um, and you guys will see why as I read it. So anyway, uh, love your your guys' podcast. You guys have a good team synergy that keeps me excited for the next episode. I have really been getting into your guys' versus matchups at the end of each episode. However, have you ever thought of scripting out some kind of fight scenario that would be available on the website or even read during the podcast to give some finality and merit to the voter's decision? This fight scenario would talk about not only the combatants, but also how one became the victor. For instance, you could have talked about Mario at first smashing through the brick safe house that Jill was trying to catch her breath in, catching her off guard. Jill then shoots at Mario, shrinking him, but not killing him. Just when it looks like Jill is about to finish Mario off, he pulls out a star, goes berserk on Jill, violently jumping on her head. Jill is able to safely dodge out of the way of Mario's fatal jump stomp and heal herself with a first aid spray. Jill, realizing she needs to put an end to this fight... Before Mario can pull any more items out of his trousers, tasers Mario and kicks him into a group of blood-hungry zombies who immediately gobble Mario up. Jill looks down at the mob of zombies with an ignorant, or in, sorry, indigent look of justice and doing what had to be done. Sure that Mario is no longer a threat, she radios Carlos and continues her mission to get out of Raccoon City. As she walks away, however, Mario's hand begins to twitch slightly. Is he Mario dead or Mario undead? And then he finishes off by saying, in, in any regards, great podcast, guys, and I look forward to your future endeavors uh, in the podcast realm. And again, thank you so much for writing to us. And uh, I liked it. Yeah, the, the short answer to your question is um, our first versus tournament um, was basically like that. We did scenarios and... Uh, you know gave why we thought winners and stuff um and i believe during the after the first bracket we were going to be doing that again right Thank, frank that's the plan right
2: yeah um we could totally i mean we we you know we know the outcomes for the polls but yeah we could totally you know do that i i, I like that how
1: about we just tell them I what like that the deal. yeah we tell them what what's up and then uh, we have them write it for us yeah
0: i <laughs> <laughs> was good right i really enjoyed your story um yeah uh <clears throat> Through the first bracket, um, which I'm not sure how many people is in in it. How many? Uh,
2: sixteen. And yeah. then when we get to eight, we're um we're gonna kind of do like the how we how we used to do how we would just uh yeah. would just just you know as a host yeah. It's
0: but um help us to determine the the eight and then the four and then the winners or two and then winners yeah yeah. Um so yeah and if if uh like I said our old podcast we used to always do it that way um or not our old podcast our old episodes of versus. We used to always do it that way. Um this is just something different we kind of decided to try this time. Um you know, we're kind of polishing it and uh this is a this is going to be a semi quick tournament. Um once we get down to the 8, well, you know, we haven't decided exactly how how we're going to do it yet. But, you know, I think it'll end pretty quickly. Uh if you're interested in our older uh tournament, um check out uh, older podcasts. Um the exact numbers i 'm kind of lost on right now, but I know that we started verses. What about within the first ten podcasts right
2: oh I, I believe so,
0: yeah and I think we didn't we had verses all the way up into our 40s, if not into the 50s, so you know if you want to check out some of our older podcasts and how we used to do it, um, or just you know stay tuned as we are going to do some more some more um, scenarios and stuff. But uh, thanks for the information, I mean, the, the scenario of yours. It sounds like uh, you really gave some thought to this, and I'm glad...
2: Yeah, I, I, I liked it, yeah.
0: And um, again, once we get past the, the 16, we are going to uh, be writing on the website more about the verses. It's not going to just be vote and then hear about it on the podcast. Um, again, this is just something that we, we decided to try. We, we went on a Versus hiatus for I don't know how many episodes... Where we didn't even have a single verses, um, and Frank's always kind of been in charge of the verses, and he's the one who came up with a revamped system that we're trying out. So yeah, thanks, and um, you know, write us again. Let us know if what you like and don't like, um, and anybody else out there, if if you want your scenarios read on the air too, just uh, send us a message. You could do it on Facebook, on our email, on our website, wherever you can get a hold of Twitter. us. Yeah. Twitter, yeah, Twitter, um scenarios or if, if there's certain verses you, you'd want us to talk about as, as kind of a, like a side thing, we're more than willing to do that too. So yeah, again, Stephen, thank you. Um, so yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, you can email us at kvgt04 at gmail dot com. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> page is kvgtpodcast dot com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook
1: dot com
0: slash kvgt podcast um on twitter i my personal twitter is at kvgt jeremy um the show twitter is at kvgt podcast and patrick is awesome oh my is, twitter is uh at big solo 64 yep yep um let's see and of course uh give shout outs to all our family out there the Nerdgasm Network those guys are great there's uh, nerd, com. They just actually revamped their TV and movies podcast um, and now we're doing sort of a commentary thing um, Well during the movie they have the movie playing and they're making comments about it while the game is or
1: while the movie's playing yeah so you well, don't see them what the, what, the, what they're doing is so like like they just did Beverly Hills Cop three so they watch the entire movie and they're making comments while the movie is playing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I I haven't watched the whole movie with their their comments, but uh, I watched some some of it, and it's pretty funny. Um, and then Troy over at XPlay.info, he's done a lot to revamp his site. Go check that out. Uh, Super Budget Brothers at SuperBudgetBrothers.com. Just recently in contact with the host over there, Nathan. He's a he's a cool guy. We'll actually be working more with him in the future, hopefully. Um, RPG Weekly at RPGWeekly.com and the No Quarters podcast at NoQuarters.net. I wanted to say thanks again to jeff
1: over there at rpg weekly for getting me that uh those points um for the when he had that contest uh i just received them the other day and uh, already used part of them but he got me uh xbox live points um so i wanted to say thank you
0: yeah jeff's an awesome guy over there and so is the Nickest. They're they're both really cool um and yeah so those are those are our family and that's how you get a hold of us and that's about it for this week so you guys have any last words uh, take care, spike your hair. Wow, I haven't heard that one in a while. Uh, what it did. <laughs> what it did, people. What it did. All right, go play some <laughs> awesome games, and we'll see you next week.